Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast, where we discuss the things that can help you build your voiceover momentum. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Gary McFadden, the podcast co-host, along with Julie Williams. Julie, what's the topic of the podcast today? Our guests today on the VoiceOver Insider Podcast are video game voice Dave Fenoy and video game director Randall Ryan. I'm Julie Williams, and we're going to talk today about some video game techniques and some mistakes people make while being in and also auditioning for video games. And uh, we've got the perfect people to tell you about that. Uh, by the way, guys, I'm wearing my Mexican dress just on your honor. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, stick to here till the end of the podcast. We're going to talk about why I'm wearing the Mexican dress and how you can save $500 on some incredible training. So you want to stay till the end. So, guys, I'm so glad you're with me today. Dave, let's start with you. Tell us some maybe misconceptions and skills that you need to do video game voiceovers that maybe people like me who are clueless really don't know. Well, I'm going to say it's really about the acting. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is the most important thing for video game. Uh, You can do commercials and do narration and have a wonderful voice, but to really be effective, to really book, to really increase uh, your career in video games, you have to up your acting skills. Uh, And it means looking deeper into the scripts, looking deeper into who the characters are. Uh, And it's not just, oh, if I put on this voice and I say the words like this, then I am the character. Nothing could be further from the truth. Well, how do we learn to to do that kind of acting. I mean, there are a lot of people, let's say in voiceover that would love to do it, but maybe they came from radio or their only experience is doing funny voices for children. Well, you know, uh, that is absolutely true. I work with a lot of people who came out of radio or are doing funny voices and they think that's what they need to do. When the truth is you really want to get to the heart and mind of the character. And that means letting go of trying to make it happen here first, as uh, one of our illustrious instructors has said, uh, this is the exhaust of the acting engine. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to start with what are we reacting to? What are we thinking? What are we feeling? What are we doing? Who are we talking to? What's that relationship? Uh, And I like to uh, work with students and say, well, let's work from the outside in. Mm-hmm. What's the big picture? What kind of game is this? They're very analogous to movies now. So the style of movie, the style of game. So mm-hmm. and that kind of gives you an idea of the tone. Uh, and then we bring it down to who is this particular character? What is their worldview? What happened to them in their life to make them who they are? Uh, and then moments in time with this character. What is happening in this particular scene with this character? I know um, a lot of times people try to play every aspect of a character in every scene, Mm -hmm. but you can't. They're just like us. You know, they hide their thoughts and feelings like we hide ours. Um, Think of the number of times you felt like caca, uh, Mexico, uh, and you felt like (laughs) caca, and somebody said, hey, how you doing? And you put on a smile. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Fine, yeah. Fine, yeah, it's all good. So uh, we want our actors to really embody the character that they're playing. Mm -hmm. Do you 
make that up or do you glean it from the script or do you get a description of, of your character's background and what they're going through and how they feel at the time? Well, you know, you, you, you take as much as you can from what is offered. And sometimes they offer a lot, occasionally too much. Uh, sometimes they offer a lot of information about a character. Uh, and sometimes it's just a few lines of who this character is. Now, what I find is the more stereotypical a character is, the shorter that, uh, that character description might be. Or <clears throat> maybe they're just looking uh, for the they-went-that-away guy, uh, mm -hmm. in which case maybe there's not much there at all. Often, especially the more detailed the story is, uh, the more involved emotionally the character is uh, in a story, the deeper they're going to go, the longer that character description is going to be. And one of the things I recommend sometimes is highlighting a few things in the character description, their history, uh, so forth and so on, and ad lib telling your story as the character. These are the, instead of the character had this happened to him and this happened to him and this happened. Tell it as your story. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I was born in such and such a place. Then my mother died and uh, my father mm -hmm. sold me to uh, slavers and da da da. Whatever that is uh, that gives this character that worldview. Then start looking at the script. Mm -hmm. uh, and please, for God's sakes, pay attention to the, the, the scene instructions. So many people, when I'm working with them, they'll look at their lines ignoring uh, all the clues that are given. There are a lot of clues in the lines, uh, don't get me wrong, uh, but where are you? Where are you? Is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Mm -hmm. um, who are you in the room with? How big is the room? These are the kinds of questions you want to answer for yourself. And a real quick tip, often you're looking at some sides that uh, they start with the character saying A, B, C, D. I always ask myself, well, what was just said or what just happened moments before mm -hmm. that your character is saying A, B, C, D? Right. And so often it's as simple as somebody might have said, let's say line from uh, a game. I don't know why I came back here either. What was just said before that, that that's what he mm -hmm. said? Probably, you know, I don't know why I came here. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know why I came back here. Well, I don't know why I came back here either. Suddenly you've given yourself the conversation. Suddenly it's natural. Suddenly you know why you're saying it. And please, mm -hmm. please don't be that person that's, let's see, oh, bullshit, 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 my line, my line. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, when you're giving instructions to, to a talent, do you find that you have to find a balance between maybe if you give them too little instruction, then for a stereotypical character like Dave was talking about, that maybe they're too stereotypical and kind of generic, or if you give too much, then you're stifling their creativity? Well, um, that's a hard question to answer because for two reasons. One, because every actor is unique. And number two, by the time I get them, theoretically, they've been through all the casting and vetting process. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes not as much as maybe they should have been, but for the most part, for the most part, they have. And so they probably are coming in with a relatively strong idea of what the role is and what they're going to do. I think we're working with actors in session, which I'm going to say is different than teaching. 
when everything goes best is when that actor shows up with some with a very strong idea of what it is that they want to do. They have a strong identity of the characters, like they, they've been able to inhabit whatever this is. Right. Uh, the second is because video game sessions especially uh, are a little more fluid at times than other forms of, uh, of voice acting. The ability that if something changes, like I've come up with this really strong idea of this person, this is what it'll be. And then like, yeah, we're going to tweak this whole thing or we've rewritten the character to be that, that they aren't thrown by that, that they have enough innate sense of self and enough tools in their belt to say, oh, well, we're going to take that aspect of this person and toss it out. Even yeah. though that's what I've been working with for the past several days, mm -hmm. I'll be okay. I'll run with that. And so they're almost like two different skills. Is there ever a time in session where the talent can determine a shift of gears, a change of script or anything like that? Is that, yes. is that allowed? Uh, again, that always changes depending on what the situation is, but more often in gaming than probably in other things. You come into a commercial session, there's usually a writer there or the producer or whomever. And uh, that person or those people will say, we want this exactly to the point to where they will often give you exactly how to say a line as in beats and everything else. It's a totally different way of doing things, whereas in yeah. games, kind of like what Dave was talking about with film, you've hired actors, especially for big roles, because of what they bring to the table, not because it's the voice in your head and you are going to somehow, as the director, uh, get that voice out of your head. And I think that's a real misconception that a lot of people have. And it's also one of the things that makes actors really have trouble with directors in session, you know, their own trouble. I don't mean like they cause trouble. Right. They believe that they are so supposed to please the director or the team, that whole good dog mentality, that they forget that what they have been hired to do is to bring that sense of self and that this is a collaboration. It is not a, you are the mouthpiece and I'm going to tell you what to say and how to say it. Uh, if that is the session you're in, that's a terrible session. Mm -hmm. That's that's a team or a director or both that don't really understand what the flow of this is. So the really the, the best sessions and the best actors in those sessions are the ones who show up with, you know, I've had I've done things with Dave. Uh, this is probably not one you're going to remember, Dave. A long time ago, it was a game called Zombination. And the line there were it, it's a typical card game where you have like spawn lines, attack lines, death lines, you know, whatever. And as happens with card games like that, you have to do multiple characters. And you don't necessarily always know what characters are going to be when you show up. You get there and maybe the artwork comes up and you're like, oh, I see. I'm a cowboy who, you know, his eyes popping out because he's a zombie. You're, oh, okay, I got it. Um, so you don't really have time to prep. But what made that session work so well and what made the writer afterwards come back and, and talk about this he was praising me, but really it wasn't me. Like, wow, you got so much out of him. It's like, I, I didn't really get a lot out of him. We talked about it. Dave had some ideas. We did some things it's like that works great. And we just ran with it. All I did, if anything, was give him permission to, to do what he did, which he didn't really need because he's Dave Fanoy. But, but that's just one I really remember because it was so obviously Oh, I got to roll with this. That's a great session. That's a great acting performance. And that's the mentality that you need to come up with. You've come, you've 
You're in this session because you're an actor. You're in this session because you've gone through all the other things you've gone through. Don't go in wondering how you're going to please people. And also, of course, don't go in saying like, I know what I'm doing. Get out of my way. It's a collaboration. <laughs> you know, it really is. And the more you can collaborate, the more you can be flexible with things, but stand up for stuff that you really feel strongly about, you know, right. in the right way. I think that's when everything goes well. This is the VoiceOver Insider. I'm Julie Williams, and uh, with us today is Dave Fenoy and Randall Ryan, and we're talking all about video game performance and um, and a little bit about following direction or directing video games. And we're going to come back in just a second, and we're going to ask Dave to spill the beans about what it's like to work with Randall. And <laughs> <laughs> you want us to turn off his mic now, don't you, Randall? <laughs> I mean. I gotta go. <laughs> anyway, also, we're going to tell you about a way that you can save $500 on the best video game conference for voiceover talent that you can even imagine. All that when we come back. So I would say Julie's approach to coaching is direct and very kind. She's definitely no nonsense. But I would add that she's also never harsh or critical in a disheartening sort of way. She quickly assessed my skill level and asked what I wanted to accomplish by working with her. She starts by teaching her proven techniques, and that builds a solid foundation. Then, she tailors her coaching to build on that foundation. Coaching with Julie gave me the tools I needed to move forward with confidence. And she can do the same for you. Hi there, I'm Glenn Moore, and I've been working in voiceover for many, many years. Hey, I just wanted to take a minute to say that if you are looking for a voiceover coach to help you gain a better skill set, maybe you're just getting started in the industry, or maybe you've been at this for a while, I highly recommend Julie Williams as a coach either way. She's a pro. She's been working in VO for many, many years as a talent and coach, and I studied with Julie a few years ago and really learned a lot from her, from the way she helps you approach the copy to marking it up in just the right places and on just the right words for the right emphasis and effect, to just being a good listener and coaching you not only through the mechanics of VO, but also the marketing and understanding the business more to help you deal with the reality of what it takes to succeed. Julie's coached established pros to beginners, and she can help you elevate your skills or train to become ready for that first demo. I wish you the best in your VO career, and if you're looking for a professional VO coach to help you succeed, contact Julie to get started today. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast. I'm Julie Williams. Uh, we're talking about video game voiceover today. And so who better to have on this program than fabulous talent, Dave Fenoy, and incredible director, Randall Ryan. Okay, Dave, spill the beans. Tell us, what was it like to be directed by Randall? Don't hold back. Just <laughs> <laughs> ah, I've been waiting for this. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you, working, working with Randall is great. As an actor, what you want uh, is a partnership with your director. Mm -hmm. You're going to step into the booth with some ideas. Uh, but one of the things that happens with video games, you will never, ever see the whole script. Oh. Uh, it's a very secretive uh, industry, we sign tons of NDAs. So very often, you know a little bit about the game, a little bit about uh, who your character is. Sometimes you don't even actually know the real name of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, so you want somebody 
who can show you the way, can tell you that, well, this is the world that you're living in. Uh, this is who your character really is and the relationships your character has uh, to other characters who you may not know anything about because uh, you had a little description of, of your character and a few lines. Right. So uh, one of the things that makes Randall such a, a great director is he lets you know the world you're living in, what, uh, the world of that particular scene that you're okay. living, what your motivation is, who you're talking to, what that relationship is. And uh, he can he also gives you the freedom to, to explore who that character is. Now, you got to understand video games, we work very fast mm-hmm. and you're working uh with copy that you've not seen before. Mm-hmm. You never get the whole script before you're doing the job. So you're very much in the moment. And Randall is very good about letting you know what actually that moment is. Are there any directors, I'm not asking for names, <laughs> only mm-hmm. Randall, but <laughs> I'm not asking, are there any directors that you just kind of don't click with? Well, you know, I think you can uh, have problems with personality. I uh, tend to get along with most people pretty well, but I have had uh, some directors, uh, typically not people I work with a lot, but every now and then you get that one-off where they're looking for something very specific and they're they're stealing away your creativity and individuality uh-huh. because the thing they're looking for is is not you. Now, you may be able to do it pretty well, but I, I think a director really needs to understand that, you know, each actor is bringing something unique and individual to the table. Uh, and yes, you're playing other characters and whatnot, but it's that thing that you do, that magic that you bring. And when they push you too far to be, well, I want it to be this, mm-hmm. And it it can take you out of your comfort and creative zone. Randall, um, are there any talents that you just don't click with? And again, don't give us names. And why would that be? Um, Well, it's actually the flip side of what Dave said. The first of all, what, what Dave is talking about to me is really a director that does not understand what it, what the gig is. So uh, even giving the benefit of the doubt, if an actor is coming in and what the team is wanting is something that they can't deliver, then somebody did a bad job in casting mm-hmm. because not everybody can do everything. And if there is a specific thing that you want, why would you hire an actor that can't do that? But once somebody has been cast and once something has been there, that, that is, you know, there's that spark, there's that, uh, we see what this person is doing, that's what we want then you have to allow for that. And you have to allow for the fact that this may not be the exact voice in your head. I, to me, that again, that is such a common misconception of directors. And usually when I see directors doing that, that either tells me that they're new or that they just don't have the ability, at least not in this genre, to do that. Because you can't do that. You can't have that. Well, you know, Dave, I would love that. But you know, it's that whole, would you put a beat between this? And what if you lower oh. your voice? It's like, no, that we don't do this in real life. You don't yeah. have, Dave is the person who will say this a lot. There's no script. 
You know, yeah. you're just going through life and you're working with what you have. And when you inhabit a character, when you really are being a character, you're not thinking about what it is you're going to say. You're just saying it. You're just doing it. So expecting that it's going to be something super specific is really kind of bogus. Yeah, I feel uh, that way sometimes even being directed in e-learning. I don't like being directed because they're like, say this one louder and punch that word. And I'm like, I don't punch words. I tell the story. That's right. Yeah, you have to, and you have to allow the actor to tell the story. So the flip side of that is when an actor comes in and they either don't have the self-confidence to say, hey, this is what got me booked, so this is what I'm going to do, or this is what I'm bringing, and actually understanding that this is what they do. I get that people come into sessions and they get nervous. It's a big game, or this is the first time they've been a hero or the main villain or whatever it may be. Um, you know, part of the job of the director also is to make sure that they understand that, this, that the space is safe and that like, look, this is all good. We're all going to play here. Uh, this is a collab. But the people that are the difficult ones to work with are the ones that maybe they did a good audition and, and you never really know this, right? They, they read it 42 times cobbled together what it was they need and you listen to it and so they know what it's supposed to sound like mm -hmm. but they've edited this thing mm. and they get in and they can't actually sustain it yeah. um, there's very little you can do with that even even if you want to go to saying like your default being line reading first yeah. of all i'm not an actor uh but even right. if i was I can't act the way that they do. So even, you know, even somebody like Dave, Dave is directing. Dave's not going to read that line the way they're going to read it. Uh, he can't, he can tell them kind of what to do. But so if you get into that spot, you really almost are in a spot where you, unless you just can't, that you'll almost have to recast. You just have to cut the session, cut it loose. Uh, that's rare. That is very rare. Um, if I can just pipe in, Randall, you said something that happens a lot nowadays with demos and with auditions. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have home studios most in fact, yeah. uh, and they may have learned uh, to cut and edit mm -hmm. without having learned to act. Yes. <laughs> and and there've been too many demos and too many auditions sound great yep. because they did, you know, 42 takes and a sentence yeah. from here and this word and this and this and this. But you've got to be able to do that now. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things we're going to be teaching at uh, Game VO Mexico 2023 is how to be that actor that is present and can do it now. Yeah. It's, it's not about your voice. It's not about the song you give the words. Mm -hmm. It's about letting this character speak through you. Yeah. Uh, Showing us their reactions, their thoughts, their feelings, their movement. Oh, movement, movement, movement. The body informs your voice. Absolutely. And, and what the relationships are with the people they're talking to, even if that person is themselves. Yep. Speaking of Game VO Mexico 2023, that's why, by the way, I'm wearing the, my Mexico <laughs> dress that's hand painted and, and I got it in Mexico last fall. Just to, to celebrate that, Game VO Mexico uh, 2023 is at the end of April, and you can save $500 by using the code Julie Says. Now, that's going to come back to you. It, it'll come off of, of the cart, but you have to enter the code before the price will change when you're checking out, okay? Julie Says. Remember, Simon Says, make it Julie Says, because, like, everything Julie Says is what you should be doing. 
Okay. Unless unless the guys are telling you about video games, they're fine. No. (laughs) Anyway, tell us about uh, about Game VL Mexico 2023. Who all is going to be there and what's it going to be like? Well, uh, Dave's going to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. Uh, We also have Mark S. Dale, who is uh, a director from London. He has directed, uh, I don't even know how many games, uh, Warhammer. He's done the entire Warhammer series. Darksiders. uh, He's just just got a fabulous list of credits. Uh, But Mark is somebody that Dave and I both know. He is just a unique person. I can't put it any better way than that. He will say things in different ways than either one of us do. But he has just got this great way of dealing with with actors he is really kind of an actor's director uh, but he also just has a way of talking about the skill of acting and improvisation and being a spy and understanding what that means when it comes to being your character that i i can't imagine anybody better as you know a piece of learning what video game voice acting is all about then we also have gillian Bashir who is a, she started as a Broadway actor. She's uh, won Emmys as uh, a narrator, but she is a director and uh, also somebody that I've worked with a lot as both an actor and a director who is uh, just massively skilled at getting at actor speak, at being able to say things that I can't or I don't in ways that it's like, wow, I can just watch how that resonates. Um, and because she comes from both sides of the class, she's got a unique perspective. And then Aaron Fitzgerald, uh, just an amazingly skilled voice actor that along the way has become uh, a coach and a mentor to a lot of people. Again, she just has a way of talking about everything from shortcuts to doing accents that are just brilliant. Getting people to understand their bodies and how, which I think for voice actors is a really difficult thing. Uh, for a lot of people to envision. It's like, it's me and my voice and my mic. It's like, yep, it's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And how you take your body, how you take your mind, how you take mindsets and channel this into your character. Everybody is unique. I can tell you from my perspective, having worked with and listened to every single one of the other four, I kind of wonder why they've allowed me to be there. That's how <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know why they allowed you to be there. So I'll, it's, I'll vote for you. It's because I live in Mexico. Oh, it's... <laughs> so tell me about what, what is happening, uh, like accommodations and, and where it's going to be. I know it's going to be on the Caribbean coast of Mexico, but give us some information about basically where it's going to be, which Dave, I'm, I'm sure you have more information about that since you kind of, you know, are there a lot. Well, you know what, uh, Randall well, lives Randall there. Randall is there. What am I? Thinking? He lives there, but I, but yeah. I've, I've been down there uh, a, a number of times. When we decided we were going to do this, flew down and scouted the location, and it is amazing. <laughs> uh, we're talking about four different resort properties, but they're in the jungle, not far from the coast. Each person will have their private cabana. Ooh. Um, it's 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 beautiful it's peaceful it's serene it is a place uh where you're gonna let go of your whatever the the environment you are normally in yeah. uh you're gonna be out of that you're gonna be able to let that go and let all of the things we're doing sink in 
and then you can go to the beach, go swimming. <laughs> you know. uh, there are toucans, there's monkeys, there are iguanas, uh, there are beautiful birds, there is the beach, uh, the wonderful weather. We're going to be in Acomal, Mexico, and it's, you know, you go down the highway and you turn off on a road and that takes you to a dirt road and that takes you to another dirt road. And then down that dirt road are these several resorts. Uh, uh, you for, get lost on the way there. <laughs> well, no, we, we're going to make sure you, you get there. We have transportation from the airport <laughs> to, to where we're going. Perfect. Um, but it'll be very much a, a campus-like experience. Mm -hmm. uh, people will be staying at each of the four resorts that are within a five-minute walk of one another. We'll all be having our meals at the same place. Uh, and one of the things we've planned is not only uh, the structured classes uh, that are going to be very small, 14 people in, in total, right. uh, but some of the classes will be as small as three or four people. Wow. Uh, and you will get to work with everybody. Right. But we're leaving time in our meals for questions, answers. We, we really want to encourage people, let's talk about what you were learning or what questions you might have that that didn't get answered. And we encourage people to ask questions uh, because there are no stupid questions. And sometimes people hold back. No, this is a place we want to learn it all. Yeah. And the we connection is so critical, connecting with people, yeah. whether they're another talent or the directors or, or Dave, <laughs> connecting with Dave. Right. You know, connecting with people is just so critical. So uh, that's what I love about events where you're having dinner with the people that we're teaching you. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's amazing. Yeah. You're, you're sitting right next to each other saying, pass the butter, you know, um, or I should, should say hot sauce, right? Since it's Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is, it sounds to me like this is going to be kind of like one of the voice conferences that used to hold back in Los Angeles, except for as if you took six at once or something. It, it's very intensive and it's focused on one thing, mm -hmm. acting for video games, uh, which means acting. Yeah. You know, when you've got a microphone in front of you and words on a page and that's all, it can be very daunting. It, uh, how, how do you create this character? How do you get a cinematic performance that feels like it has movement? Mm -hmm. uh, well, because we have to stay on mic, and we have words in front of us on the page that we are reading, mm -hmm. uh, we have to bring our imagination to bear. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the toughest things I think for people is, what are the steps to get there? Mm -hmm. uh, how do I become that person that can read these words off the page, but bring the movement without moving so far that I'm off microphone? Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, you know, I, and, and sometimes I mention, uh, you know, a lot of people take effort for granted. They are so, so, so important. Yes, so sir. we'll we'll teach you uh, how to run, walk, hit, kick, take a hit, get killed, die a thousand deaths um, with efforts all right here. And you're going to find that your body again is your voice. See, I, took a, I took a class once. At, at, I, I'm a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. And after my third degree black belt test, those of us that passed the test got to take this special class. I forgot who taught it. She was a, a martial artist in the movies. Right. And she taught us about being the uh, the actor martial artist that 
is like re- reacting to all of these hits. It was, and that's mm-hmm. what it reminds me of. I'm sorry, that was a little off topic, wasn't it? No, actually, <laughs> it's not, actually, it's not off topic at all. That is exactly part of the problem that I see with actors who don't have a lot of training in this is that they will do things like, we need a bunch of hits. So give me 10 hits. And what I hear is, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's like, no, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's not giving me different permutations. It's like, you know, it's understanding what it means when you're being hit. And I can give directions all day. And I do. I will usually, after people do two or three things, I'll change up the muse. I'll, you know, I'll say things like, you know, you're now getting punched in the stomach uh, and you're losing your air or, you know, you get to gruesome things like somebody has taken a baseball bat and they shattered your kneecap but but i can only do so much if you don't know how to actually elicit those things right Um, it is a skill and but if you're doing video games it is a necessary skill because even in games that seem innocuous oh it's bunnies and duckies you know what and the bunnies and duckies die you know uh they may die cute you know but they still (laughs) they still die uh, or at least get injured. Or at least get injured, you're, right, right. You're probably quite intrigued by now about GameVO Mexico. The the um, URL is www.gamevomexico.com. That's where you want to go to get all of the information. Again, this is happening at the end of, of April. What are the dates again, guys? 27th through the 30th. Okay, so the last weekend of April. So uh, you still have time to go and be sure you use the promo code Julie says, because that's going to save you 500 bucks. And, you know, there's a lot you can do with that extra 500 bucks, <laughs> like like souvenirs in Mexico. <laughs> Get some Mexican dresses, you know, you, uh, okay, you might you guys might not look good in Mexican dresses, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or you might send me the picture. <laughs> I no, see they it. wouldn't let us in Florida, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so GameVOMexico.com, Julie says, is the code. Thank you, Dave Fenoy and Randall Ryan, for being part of our VoiceOver Insider podcast. And thank you for joining us as well. Have a blessed one. We hope you found that information helpful and enjoyable. If you would like to book a free strategy session with Julie Williams to talk about your voiceover career, just email julie at voice-overs.com and she'll get you on the schedule. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you soon on another episode of the VoiceOver Insider Podcast.